once you have a better understanding of yourself, it changes everything. For me, at the very least, it really did. Because think about it, the longest relationship you'll ever be having in this world is with yourself. So why not get to know yourself sooner? That way you're able to present yourself and communicate your wants, your needs, your likes and dislikes to the people around you so they're able to understand you better as well and vice versa. Hi my lovely fellow beings. Welcome to the Moments with Chrissy podcast. Here we will explore ideas and perspectives on lifestyle, culture, and relationships moment by moment. I'm very excited and lucky to have you by my side in this journey we call life. Hey everyone, long time no chatting. I wouldn't say see because you can't really see me right now, maybe down the road, but for now, not really, right? Um... Anyway, I hope that you're having a wonderful week so far and that you are looking forward to the weekend, maybe just for relaxation, more time for your hobbies or going out for walks. But yeah, I really hope that you're staying safe and um, sane as well. In this episode, I really want to explore two Japanese concepts that I've been doing a couple of more researches on. One of them I am much more aware of because I probably discovered it five years ago or while I was in school and I recently actually found a diagram or um, a doodle that I did for that. And so this the topic that we'd be having today is finding your ikigai or in, in my case finding my ikigai through wabi-sabi lenses. And the two definitions that I'll be talking about are the two Japanese concepts that I just introduced. And you may have heard of them, and if you haven't, um, wabi-sabi, or let's start with ikigai. Ikigai means your purpose. So for me, my purpose can be determined by four factors based on that, um, that study is one it's looking into what i love second is what the world needs third is what i can be paid for because we all need money to be able to pay for things it's a utility right and the last one is what i'm good at so we'll be going over those points together but before that i do want to talk about what is wabi sabi this is something that i've discovered more recently as I was watching more lifestyle videos and understanding more of spirituality or just finding ways to make my life simpler. And so in Wabi Sabi, the concept comes from Japan as well. Um, and it, it it revolves around, it's a perspective or lifestyle that revolves around accepting what is imperfect. And for me, when I heard about that, it really resonated to me because knowing myself outside of the fact that I'm a Virgo, (laughs) calling out Virgos out there, uh, maybe not everyone can um, relate to this because not everyone really believes astrology. But for me, I do see and notice that being um, very strong on 
that side is that it I I want to make sure that everything is in order um probably not my room because that's still something that I'm figuring out but in my life in my ideas in how I present things I want to make sure that I'm able to look at every single perspective that I know of before I even deliver it and that's why maybe sometimes I get so stubborn in making everything so good before I put it out uh, that sometimes it can be taxing on myself or on the timeline most of the time though it's usually on myself because when I give a timeline I usually want to deliver it and so by that time I probably have three to four hours of sleep for a consecutive number of days but when I discovered Wabi Sabi I've learned that there are responsibilities that I have to adhere to yes however I have to learn how to manage my priorities where my health and this is my physical mental emotional health my relationships with my loved ones my family and my really dear friends aren't suffering or I wouldn't be sacrificing those things for something that is trivial or something that I just had to do out of the sake of having to do it if that makes sense and uh, we'll dive more into that later on but I really want to talk about those two concepts in this episode because they're really something that I do want to carry on moving forward and maybe in my future conversations with my guest speakers and my future IG posts or my just the way I would want to present myself to the world would revolve around those two ideas. And so first, we would be talking about Ikigai and the four circles of Ikigai. Um, and I'm sure there's more into this and it's probably going to evolve with time, with technology, with their generation. But for now, I think those four points that I pointed out uh, would be very important for anybody who wants to transform their lives um, in the present and towards the future. If you have a pen and paper, I'll probably do this as well in one of my posts um, to make it much clearer. But if you have pen and paper, I would definitely suggest um, drawing it down and writing it as we go so that you're able to follow through and reflect on it afterwards and look back to it. All right, so get your pen and paper. If you want more papers, definitely do that as well. Um, so I would want you to draw a diagram. You know how there's two diagrams and in the middle they're actually, they, they are meeting. But instead of two, I want you to draw two horizontally and two vertically where in the middle, all four of those circles would meet. I hope that makes sense. And if not, we could definitely revisit it together down the road and so once you've drawn that circle the four points that we're going to go over are very important because you'd be able to see where it meets and at the end of the day or at the end of this project you'd be able to see the the middle point which is the main 
purpose that you do see yourself being in. All right, so let's go over the four points right now. First is what I love. This is something that brings joy in your life. For myself, to give you some example, it's really to ask questions about people, learn more about their needs, their wants, what they see, their their perspectives, putting myself in their shoes. That brings so much joy in me because it widens my perspective of the world, of myself, and of human beings. And another thing that uh, I do enjoy doing is um, jotting down notes and going into the detail of things and while looking at the bigger picture. I'm definitely a, a bigger picture kind of gal where I want to look at the scope of things and understand how this will impact the greater greater group. And so what I I enjoy doing is that after I do that is I I break it down. I break it down to steps and then sub steps and then sub 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 steps. Um, but I do enjoy writing. So that brings me joy as well. So for this point, I would want you to reflect on what is it that you do on a regular basis? Doesn't have to be a a daily basis, but on a regular basis that you know that sparks happiness or gives you that gives you that sense that or sense of excitement or gives you a thrill when you do it. And that can be something you know that you've always been doing in your life or that's something that you've recently discovered. It doesn't really matter too too much. It's just when you know what that feels like, I would want you to hold on to that feeling and remember it and do it often. So if you love to draw and you love to imagine things and draw it out or do calligraphy, if you want to go out racing with um, really fast cars and it brings you adrenaline, you enjoy the speed, the all the data behind it, understanding drifting and all that. I'm not really big on cars, by the way, as you can tell. Um, But yeah, if you're big in cars and love to explore and research on that, that's something that you love doing. And it doesn't have to be just one thing. It can be many things. I think for my list, it was, let's see. I think I had seven, seven things in here. Um, so I, I share two of mine. I, I can share another one if it helps, but I do enjoy planning events. Uh, and these events that I'm talking about would probably be more like professional events. So career-focused events or um, personal development events where I've done that in the past, being a personal development coach in one of the organizations that I joined in. I had the best time ever because I, I'm i very task-oriented, but I also enjoy meeting and talking to people. So that was like a good way to mix both of the things that I really enjoy seeing and experiencing. And so, yeah, that's for me. I hope that first point makes sense. And so let's now go to the second point.
I'll give you three seconds to wrap it up. All right, so let's go to the second point. Second point says what the world needs. And this is something that we have to take a look at in a more objective lens because the world needs different types of things generation by generation or different types of people with or different type of skills of people with every generation and with every discovery that we have knowing that human nature is that we love change and we thrive in change and maybe some of us can deny that but at the end of the day we do enjoy growing and thriving as a community and so what the world needs may be different 10 years ago and maybe different now so an example could be maybe 20 years ago it's knowing how to write well penmanship right or grammar punctuation being able to communicate yourself effectively pr that could be it 50 years ago 60 70 years ago is understanding agriculture fishing farming textile trading it's more um staple i guess it's it's more in dealing with um hard products and so with that being taken into consideration something that you may think of is right now at this point in where i am in the world what does the world need we understand that technology is growing right it could be that the world needs people who understand coding, right? Uh, people who know how to have and how to manage their emotions well and use it is also very beneficial for the world right now as we are all growing and transforming our emotional and spiritual selves i feel like i'm having more of those conversations with the people i'm around and i'm hearing more conversations that's surrounding personal development professional development spiritual development or just exploring our inner selves and also the way we relate to others it really has the conversation that I'm having now is way, way, way different than I, the conversations that I was having five years ago. And it's great. It's not a bad thing. It's just um, an acknowledgement of what has changed, right? And so for me, what I wrote down is, yep, programming. There's also being able to communicate clearly and express one's thoughts clearly since everyone has probably need that in delivering pitches and with the fast-paced environment that we're all working at we do want and need people who are able to share their ideas in a concrete clear and concise way and Another thing that I did write down is being able to take initiative in executing projects because 
in the world that we're living in right now, there's an overflow, there's a surplus of ideas and just resources. And we're very privileged in that case. Some people may not be, some cities, some countries may not be, but for people who have that, who has that surplus it, in your rea reality, has that surplus of resources, it's time to make use of those to be able to give and provide ideas and actually put it out in the world so that you can also help other people to thrive. That's what the world needs. We need people who are able to execute their projects and their plans and their ideas to contribute to the bigger community. Right? We need people who understand technology. The reason why I'm in the tech world not, is not because I, I mean, I also appreciate technology. I know that there's benefits with having these digital spaces for connection and ease of use and removing any repetitive tasks. I understand that. However, the main reason is for me to actually understand the pros and cons, more on the cons, like what are the disadvantages? How can I use technology in a more effective manner so it's not impacting me negatively in my life so that I'm not addicted to it? And I'm glad that I took it in that respect because with the roles that I've had previously um, in the in the tech industry, I really have seen many different sides of it where I'm like, this is amazing. I respect the people who work in this industry and who also teaches the people around them how to use it better. Not more, but better, wiser and smarter. And so that was my second point. When we're talking about Ikigai, what does the world need? I want you to think about that. What do you think does the world need if you're living in your specific reality? What does your reality need? Right? It could be a skill that you want to learn, that you, you've got to learn, right? Um, so I'd want you to do some research on that and really look at it and in a third person point of view. Don't think too much about yourself and that in that question you'd want to look at the world as a whole and know how can this world thrive longer and be more sustainable? What can I do to provide that kind of assistance? Okay. I'll give you 3 seconds as well for this one before we move to the next point. Third point is, what can I be paid for? Some people may take this as, um, I don't know if this is this should be part of this conversation because money shouldn't matter, right? Or money isn't everything. I agree, money is not everything. However, money can provide you the resources that you need to survive to have that lifestyle that you want to be satisfied as well i'm not saying that you, without money you won't be satisfied that's not what i'm saying what i'm trying to say is that if you're able to 
earn money for what you're doing and not see money as a vehicle or just a transaction for the ideas and um, tasks that you're doing, you're able to look at it in a more, you're able to build a healthier relationship with money. Because money is not that evil. It can be if you use it for evil, if you think of it as something that you can use against other people or to manipulate the world and those who are marginalized. However, on the brighter side, if you use money to give a gift to your parents who you know have provided so much for you, which they have, you know, for me, I definitely know that my parents have worked day and night, day and night since we were kids to provide this kind of life for us. And I'm very, very grateful that my parents are able to teach me the importance of money, but also in the healthy way that money is only yours until you use it. That's what my father would tell me. And he would tell me to learn how to take risks while I have less dependence, right? Because long-term, the return is really high if I'm able to learn it way earlier and for my mom without her I would not really be grounded not grounded in my room but humble having that humility that we came from hardship that money doesn't fall down a tree and it's not automatic it's not something that we just wake up to it's hard-earned money from from the day in and day out of of my parents way of surviving and giving us the life that we have right now and I'm yeah that really influenced the way I look at money and I'm really grateful for that I may be a little, little bit late in the game when it comes to stocks um, but I'm glad that I started sooner than later. And that's a whole another conversation that we can have where we talk about personal finances and all that. But I hope you understand that this point or this circle in the Ikigai is also, that's why it's very important because it can provide you that lifestyle that you want for yourself, that kind of space that brings out the best in you whether that's you know having a space a spacious um loft or just having a nice kitchen where you can spend your time in cooking or making food because that makes you really happy those are just examples of how money can be a utility to your happiness and so in this section i'd want you to think about what is it that you do that can be offered as a service. For me, what I can be paid for would be my writing, my photography, mostly landscapes, um, my thoughts and ideas, more on the, the content, the creative content that I can 
share out there for the world to learn more about themselves and life and coaching. So those are the things that I know that I can offer to the world that I would be able to get paid for down the road. And also my my skills, my technical skills is something that's really been powerful in my career that has allowed me to, you know, break that glass ceiling of where I thought I'd be at in terms of money. And so I'm really grateful for those experiences that I've had, the learnings, education, my family, my friends and my professors, my classmates and everyone that has really been a part of my life in my professional journey because I, and personal journey too, right? Because if it weren't for their thoughts and ideas and just the generosity of time in sharing the knowledge, I would not really be where I am right now. And so I would really want you to sit down on, with that and think about your hobbies. What are your skills? What are things that you know if you keep it, if you keep at it would really allow you to um, earn money for so yes, sit with that. That might take a bit more time for me. That that probably was the the most challenging part um, to fill out because I wasn't too too sure. But yes, it, please explore that. I'll give you another three seconds before we move on to the last point. All right, and the last point. Last but not the least is what I'm good at. Some people have may have an, a hard time in talking about this because I know I had a hard time in learning my strengths. I knew what my weaknesses were. So when I made this diagram back in 2017, I'm like, what am I good at? Um, <laughs> I know what I could improve on, but what am I good at? So... This was probably the second most harder, most challenging circle in these four. Um, and so I, for this, how I tackled it is I wrote down the things that I have excelled in. And most of the things I got back from my previous interactions with people, from my job appraisals, from comments, from my education or my friendships, my other types of relationships is that I am, I have the interpersonal skills to build a connection with people on a deeper level. And so that's actually number one on my list without even looking at it. Um, I've really reflected on that and I am very grateful to have that skill and I'm blessed to have that skill because it's something that I also enjoy so it's win-win for me really another thing that I wrote <clears throat> down is writing I have been praised for how I write and articulate myself when I do write and this is through my letters with um, my colleagues friends family, essays at work, no, not at work, sorry, in school, <laughs> we don't do essays at work, we do, we do documentations at work, but 
my blog articles too and my just my thoughts my my thoughts in written form that's something that people have noticed about me and I really think that that was something that I've grown up with um, and I'm really grateful for it again because ever since I was a kid I've always loved to write my thoughts down because I felt like that was my escape that was my way of understanding myself better and myself of understanding the situation better if there was something that happened that is too overwhelming and so those are the two things that I was good at I'm good at <laughs> I'm good at girl claim it I am good at those things there's a couple more here but let's not go over that because I want you to focus on your circle of what you're good at think of the things uh, and you've probably caught this in just how I, I was explaining it but think of the skills or the, the the traits that you have that people have pointed out as something out of the ordinary and just different and unique and this could be in your personal and professional life as well as while you were young as a kid and in school as a high schooler um so I think that would be a good place to start and make sure to write things down because that always helps in remembering what you're good at and that honestly that would open your mind to understanding how much more you can do how much more you can contribute to the task that you're doing because you understand your strength better so you're able to communicate that and if you're able to communicate that then it's better for the team because you can all deliver using your strengths right okay i'll give you three seconds on that and then we can wrap it up as one on the ikigai concept So once you have written all of that down or have thought about it, I would suggest definitely writing it down. You can now um, look at the, um, the parts where it overlaps, right? Between what I love and what the world needs, the overlap is your mission, right? And between what the world needs and what I get paid for is your vocation. And what I love and what I'm good at would be my passion. So write those three keywords first. And I'd want you to take this back and really reflect on it and understand things better because once you have a better understanding of yourself, it changes everything. For me, at the very least, it really did. Because think about it, the longest relationship you'll ever be having in this world is with yourself. So why not get to know yourself sooner? That way you're able to present yourself and communicate your wants, your needs, your likes and dislikes to the people around you so they're able to understand you better as well and vice versa, right? So 
take that home. <laughs> I mean, you're probably home, but take that with you and digest it. We'll talk about Wabi Sabi in the next episode because I know this episode might have been overwhelming. But I sure do hope that you got a lot from it. Because for me, it was a nice review of everything that I've learned in my previous self. And I'm doing one right after this episode for my 2021 Ikigai. And to see if that has changed. Awesome. Alright. Well, actually, before I end, I would not want to forget. But the, the middle point, again, of those four circles will be your purpose. So take some time. Don't rush into your into getting to that answer and do not pressure yourself as well i'd want you to take this process slowly and gradually and take your time digest it day by day break it down if that's necessary if you have no answers that is completely fine you can rewind to the the parts that do make sense for you to review and I really hope that this would help you because it really helped me a lot with understanding myself and the career that I wanted for myself. And yeah. Thank you again for your time and listening in and hearing my thoughts and stories. I am very grateful to have your presence here as always. And so I'll end with that. You know how to reach me at momentswithchrissy at gmail.com. You can now find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and or iTunes, and Google Podcasts. So when you get a chance, I hope you add in a review in iTunes because that's really going to help me in bringing in more guests into this podcast to learn about their stories. So... Hang on tight because we'll have more episodes to come, more ideas to enjoy, and more guests to come. And so, have a wonderful day, everyone, and I am gonna chat with you soon. Take care.